0: hey welcome back underground did you just did you push your cord <laughs> <laughs> you told me you're trying to He's stall trying to on go. purpose so i was like <laughs> yeah. i'm trying to start on
1: purpose <laughs> great. i haven't even adjusted my microphone yet um what's up guys welcome back and gals when you where are you from <laughs> zephan where are you
2: from you're, originally you're, or now you need to say yes uh yes uh grew up in spring hill lived on olathe now live in gardner okay so, so. when i say you guys yeah what do you hear uh, me, and my wife. So, oh, so you hear both male and female. I see. So you're on his earlier. Yeah. Yeah. He, so this is a mocks me because
1: I'm like, hey, what's up, guys? And he's like, oh, don't forget the girls. And I'm like, that's that is that is multi,
0: gender, phrase. Hey, just just to be clear, you just asked another guy what he heard. When he heard the phrase "you guys," that is fair. maybe I'll ask my wife when I go home. When right. I say "you guys," yes, do you hear yes, you can, do that. Can you, you text that.
1: her now and then let me know it <laughs> before the us. end
0: of this episode? What do you hear?
1: So this that is our uh, very official introduction, um, Zephin and, and uh, welcome, man. Glad you are here. Who are you? I'm Corey. Who are you? I'm Brian. Sometimes we, we forget to introduce ourselves. Um, so where are we in the so We've been have a handful of recordings. So we are uh, We're in we're part one. Part one still. Mini-series part one. Mini-series within a series. We do a lot of series within a series. Um, the big series is Characteristics
0: of Urban Movements. Fifteen Observations. That's right. Are you, It's like you're I'm doing it. Just go. Mini-series number one. Oh, you're, oh you're, I yeah, thought yeah, you said you just This going. is a test, Corey.
1: Uh, mini-series number one is the first observation that we see in urban movements is discovery and obedience-based disciple-making methodology. So that's what what do they actually officially phrase it as? Um, you guys, uh, just go back to the last podcast um, if you haven't actually. Discovery-based learning and um, obedience. <laughs> hang on, I'm getting there in this my is, notes. This is painful.
0: Oh, yeah, it is. This is so is. painful. Discovery, yeah. Yeah, well, basically the hypothesis is in every urban disciple-making movement, there is a focus or an emphasis on discovery-based and obedience-based methods of disciple-making. Right. As Pretty, opposed to you probably
1: high emphasis on teaching um high emphasis on just knowledge-based content stuff like that a lot of traditional um disciple making movement methodology stuff so uh we're sitting in that mini series within a series trying to get both uh, inside voices outside voices um and so it's Al- Allen Brand? Yeah. Allen okay. Brand. I just want to make sure that's. I should have asked you. A L
0: L E N B R A N D. Because that's in it. my notes. I wrote that, it down. That's great. Yeah. He, well, sweet. He's got well, some good notes going on there. Zeffin's,
1: it's in my phone. It literally that's
0: just my my... says zephan Allen Brandon and arrow. There's <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, and
1: you. You are gonna fill in the rest of the, the <laughs> notes great. here. Um. And so yeah, man. Like we. You're a practitioner. You're someone who's you know actively running after making disciples on the ground. And, uh, so we thought, hey, let's get a let's get a voice. So. Uh, welcome and first question: Who are you? Who am I? Wow! Yeah, how, are, how did you get to this room? Who, I don't who, need details. Who is <laughs> Zeffan? Sometimes yeah. I don't
2: know. I, I'm just here. You know,
1: very So <laughs> so, so a little bit just you, uh, just maybe a minute or two of your background, um, and then kind of how God
2: started to stir you in this kind of way of ministry. Yeah, uh, I grew up Spring Hill, so just you know we're here in Shawnee, about 30 minutes south of here. Um, moved to Olathe high school years. And then ended up um, just living in the Olathe area. Where'd you go to high school? Um, Olathe South. All right, go Falcons. So had some rough high school years, but that's actually when I got born again, Mm, my senior year in high school. Um, Started getting connected with a local church, um, just kind of ran that route for about 10 years, then ended up moving out to South Florida in 2019 Mm. to be a part of a church plant um, in Plantation, Florida. So just west of fort lauderdale yeah um cool. that's where that's, my wife and i got married that's where dan settled and just moved back to we'll that get area that out of yeah. Here. <laughs> Close so yeah of the underground all right keep on. Yeah. so we were out there um about a year and a half and then you know covid happened at that time what's what's this that you speak of
1: what kind of podcast <laughs> is this when did we did we meet before or after you were in florida
2: after so we moved back like twenty mid twenty twenty okay. mm-hmm. and that's right around the time, so my wife and I got married <clears throat> three months into our marriage, we just felt like God was stirring something else in our hearts <clears throat> um and I'd have been aware of like disciple making stuff uh, but overseas, you know, like in, yeah in Africa, things like that. And so we ended up watching this documentary called Sheep Among Wolves. I don't know if you guys have heard mm-hmm. of that. Oh, yeah. Um, and we watched it together, and when we got done, my wife was like, whatever that is, like that. I want to be a part of that. <laughs> that, that. Dude, yeah. we, sh-
1: we should give more shout-out Sheep Among Wolves. You can Google that. Um, it's on Facebook, YouTube. A lot of the story of the underground church in the Middle East, um, Iran. It's just pretty epic stuff. And I've talked to a lot of people who've come into – this way of disciple making through watching that so that's beautiful man it's
2: just like it it shook us to the core and you know i didn't have language because i'd been reading and been aware of this stuff but when she saw that we were like Mm -hmm. yeah so that kind of started us in a conversation in a prayer place of like god like what are you saying to us Mm -hmm. in this and pretty quickly we both felt like god was calling us to leave the church plant that we were part of and come back to kansas city and just start pursuing whatever that is you know at that mm-hmm. point we didn't really have language for it or even like what that looks like and that's when about 2021 i think is when we ended up kind of running into you cory yeah so we met at that coffee shop in downtown olathe and that was after that zoom call there was like yes, um, at 24, I think it was 24 14, 14 yeah, randomly
1: yeah. like hey here's some people in the city and uh this is random couple you know zephan and taylor on a screen in kansas city is like i don't know you i need to know you <laughs> yeah, yeah grabbed some coffee and just started like i mean i think that's a lot of the story that we see in just partnerships in cities it's mm. like we just follow these breadcrumbs and yeah. then you know it takes maybe sometimes years to yep. develop any, anything yep. on the ground but um so yeah man that was that was fun to like just hear and, and you guys i mean i know that all of us have various church backgrounds that were, you know, waiting through this or that or waiting on God. And I know that you guys
2: timing wise were just kind of waiting on God for some stuff. So what happened over the, the next year or two? So we ended up getting connected. You had kind of sent some information about, a local church that was in like this transition process yeah. of yeah. going from kind of like that typical like l- legacy model into more of like a disciple making hub. Yeah. Um and so we got connected because they needed some help with some worship stuff and that was my wife Taylor's background. So we were there for a bit and then um just kind of loosely were relationally connected with them for about a year and as they made that transition we just stayed connected went through the missionary pathway got some ongoing coaching and then that led us into more of an in-depth partnership and then to where like i'm at now as being in kind of like a residency type of role with that hub that serve hub um yeah so that's That's where we're at now it's kind of one step in relationship at a time and kind of feeling like is this going anywhere what's happening and then yeah you kind of look back you're like man god's like been involved in this whole thing yeah
1: so (laughs) that's a shout out to the serve hub uh, you know, it's incredible leaders over there. And, I mean, we, how many serve-hub people have we had on this podcast? I know Morgan, we need more.
0: Uh, I like, it. how many have we had? Morgan, Morgan
1: and Zephin. Those are the only yeah. two right Morgan. now. Yeah. I know,
0: well, I know that I'm going to recruit Sarah
1: to Sarah Jackaway mm-hmm. to, to be on one for one of these episodes, actually. Absolutely. But, um, so okay, so that's amazing. So now Serve Hub is now a hub of Kansas City Underground, and I know Morgan has randomly thrown out uh, your name over the last year or two of just like, got to figure a way to get Zethan on our team. You know, yeah. just like pretty pretty excited about it. Um, okay, so let's let's like zoom in, maybe in some practical stuff. You know, because I know that if I remember right, and correct me if I am wrong, uh, would you describe uh, maybe your role as more of like evangelist-like leaning or where like the, we always have that apest conversation. Yeah, I'm sure. trying to remember. Uh, like, Phyllis, where you feel like God is, how he's wired you, maybe you and Taylor, and how you've begun to... Yeah, just what does it look like on the ground?
2: Yeah, for sure. That's a, a good one because we're... So my leaning is definitely like AE so like mm-hmm. apostolic evangelistic and that's something that I really started to discover over the past few years but didn't have language for it until this like last totally. year you know because totally. that wasn't stuff that was talked about yeah. in the church environment that I had been in before my wife Taylor she is prophetic shepherd like big time yeah. and oh, so like yeah. very yeah we got that
1: going in my household too. so that's that's <laughs> awesome
2: dude. it's like powerful but sometimes it's also like we're coming from almost did different ends of the spectrum and yeah. we're like you know we, we, we think that we are both crazy in some way yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah so practically that's something that we're right now like learning what does that look like on a micro level So like in our neighborhood um, we moved it to Gardner in January of this year so it's been like seven months and we've just been con- connecting with neighbors praying. Um, and as of about a month ago, we, there was a couple that we met at our citywide garage sale. They came down to our house and wanted to buy like this table that we had. And then we exchanged numbers. And then about a week later, his, the guy, his name's David, his wife is Rachel. He found me on Facebook. He's like, Hey, I see that you're a believer in the Lord. So am I. And I was like, mm. cool, man. Like we should just connect, you know, like let's, yeah. l- let's hang out. And so, um, we connected and we started doing like a weekly, just like Bible study. Yeah. And they actually are from Kenya. They've been here for three years. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Taylor and I, and us too, we, we just meet either in their home or our home every week with, you know, maybe some food and a Bible study. And so for Taylor, like how that looks practically is we're learning and discovering that she thrives and loves like that family, like that spiritual mm-hmm. family piece. Mm-hmm. Just like, hey, you know, are people loving people? Are we you know, wanting the best for each other? And so that's like what she sees the lens through, um, as well as like she's big on like, you know, are we staying true to like what God wants for us and like where we are going? So I think that's a prophetic. So, so shepherd prophet. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Man, and that's so she's awesome. always like, always like asking those questions and to you're me. You're like, let's go. I know, and I'm like, I'm like, man, like, oh my gosh, look at like, let's go. Let, yeah, yeah. Let's. I know,
0: I know that's not what this episode is about, but for the sake of like yeah. ongoing coaching and highlighting things, you you didn't use very. specific. Like specific definition language, but you did describe the apis like someone I realized well, oh, this guy's a believer in the Lord, why because it's on Facebook, you said so like you're yes. projecting this sort of uh this is who I am. People yeah. are seeing it. That's like, that's the evangelistic heart. I, don't, I just want everybody yeah. to know this is who I am. Like, let's go. You know, it's yeah. Like, yeah. Well, we should get together. <laughs> that's the uh, apostle beginning to form things, break new ground. And then you're like, well, she loves and thrives in community. Shepherd, you know? But, man, she just has this, we should follow God's heart. Ah, oh, that's
2: prophet. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are only missing one.
1: That's, <laughs> no, that's so good, man. It's uh, probably... Uh, fun dynamic duo that oh, you yeah. that god's starting to stir
0: another sidebar though for those of you that might be listening whoever you are wherever you are <laughs> if you're listening you yeah.
1: probably are one of those people <laughs> that might might be listening.
0: <laughs> as i said it i was like That's such a dumb line um but anyway for those of you
1: who uh, like podcasts yeah. here's one that we're currently <laughs> recording that you can listen to anyway Brian.
0: Go. <laughs> so um yeah uh i lost my train of thought oh yeah (laughs) you almost spit it out (laughs) you also missed this um in the uh (laughs) the the team building aspect of that like or or team dynamics you know it's like this is the early days of like as you were saying that i was like oh so there's a microchurch in gardner now we don't i mean we don't talk about this much like Mm -hmm. we do talk about microchurches emerging out of the harvest which might even get into that today, but I'm like, immediately my soul was like, that's a microchurch. Like you, you two couples together, Mm -hmm. you're like the seed of this microchurch and you already have two people that are filling out a pest roles. Like, I wonder what David and Rachel are. Yeah, I'm curious. Okay. I have some thoughts, but I would like to eventually yeah. have yeah. Them kind of go through that and yeah. yeah. And it's like there's a seed there now that's like, w- w- oh man, this is beautiful. Yeah. I'm so excited yeah, right yeah, now. That's oh, that's so good. Well, I mean, let's let's I'm sorry. No, I'm that's so, so good. Like
1: w- we could talk about that a lot because I
0: totally just I feel derailed us though. Oh, it's so I'm good. Sorry. No,
1: I, let me get let me bring us back on the tracks. Okay, thank you, Corey.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's my that's my job. <laughs> I, I feel like I've been very rude to you today too. <laughs> You don't know what to do. With me. I I that was one of the
1: first times in my life I was speechless. Um, no, so as we get back on the 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 rails here, like so, as God has I don't know deployed you. Yeah, I mean, what, is, what is what is like when we talk about discovery based disciple making, we talk about obedience based like. How has that played out? How's that different than maybe what you've done in the past? And you can kind of go wherever you want with this. Like, yeah. I'm not trying to lean, just like... Um, just got
0: a thousand trails in my head. I right know, now, like... Yeah. Uh, I clearly have for the last few minutes. So, <laughs> like, how's,
1: yeah, how's this played out for you on the ground, uh, maybe even compared to the past, or just whatever? Like, we'll, we're just going to go where you want to take us.
2: Yeah, I think for me to kind of start that, I have to give a little bit of, like, the context. Like, if I think back to the previous, you know, 10 years yeah. as a believer in the church, like, a lot of my understanding of discipleship and... All that stuff had a lot of, like, uh, very teaching-based, very, like, uh, content-based, and more so, like, you had a person or a small group of people kind of informing a larger group, and then everyone just kind of applies what they say, yeah. if that makes sense. Um, but do they? <laughs> In theory, that's the hope. they yeah, apply that's the hope. they say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of times, you forgot what was talked about last week. Right. You know, it's like—so, um, but with this, it's—so, very. Uh, so j- just to give context, like, where we're at right now with David and Rachel, you know, they don't— ha- from what I can tell, they don't have a lot of experience kind of in a decentralized approach. Um, Though they're aware of it being from Africa, that's what they kind of saw Mm. in in some degrees over there. But um, I think some of those like practical pieces is it it goes a lot slower. You know, like when you're getting together with people, it's like, like for instance, my my role or my wife's role is like we're not trying to like determine like what they need to hear, when they need to hear it, how Mm -hmm. they need to hear it, Mm -hmm. how we need to hear it. And when we come together, it's like, it's like God's word and the spirit are at the center. And we're simply kind of gathering around and having a discussion around that, working toward, okay, well, like, what are we learning about God from this? What's God saying to us as a group? What's God saying to us as individuals? And then now how do we respond to that? Yeah. And so it's definitely more of a a conversational piece where I feel like everyone's gifts in that group can come out. You know, it's like, mm. it's like naturally if, you know, Taylor's got this prophetic shepherding piece. She's going to bring that into the conversation and I'm getting spoken into. Mm. It's not like I'm the only one speaking, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, it's much yeah. more team-based even without using, I don't know, that language of like we're trying to be a team here. It's like I feel like just the nature yeah. We're in this of that. together. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, man, that's so good. So like, you know, like so I'm thinking, sorry, my brain just went to like three things. <laughs> like, because you, if I remember right, you're like used to, you're all about, I mean, you're just like, you're, you're meeting people, you're sharing, you know, Jesus stories with people. You know, I was like, I'm trying to remember like neighborhood when we used to run with Eric together, Yeah, you know, and like, um, I just like, like this, this, it feels like you've been kind of in this for a while too, right? Like even more than just where God is currently has you guys. It feels like this, it's been like this wiring has been in you for a little while.
2: Yeah, for sure. That, that was the first Like kind of memory I have was I think in like 2016-ish, maybe a little earlier than that. I had read a book called "Miraculous Movements," and it was just like 31 stories or something like that of you know God's work. And Jerry Trousdale,
1: you guys should totally read it. Top, it's like a top three book recommendation for me. So good, so yeah, amazing.
2: And at that time, I read this, and I'm just like, "What is this?" You know, it's Mm. it's like it impacted me deeply. I knew there was something there, but I didn't know what to do with it. So since about that point, that that had been stirring in my heart. Um, and then in like kind of like the 2018, 2019 years, even a little before God really had me in this season of like evangelizing, just going out to like random places, talking with people, praying for people, asking for God to heal people, like sharing the faith. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was about a year and a half. And then when we went to Florida and came back, I felt like God kind of closed the door on that season. Not so much like don't do this anymore, but like now this is in you, you can just do this Yeah. and more of a focus now of like understanding, like, you know, bridging evangelism, into the overall umbrella of discipleship that like evangelism isn't the main focus it's it's a piece of like what we do Mm. in the context of like the larger Mm. picture like in making disciples yeah we've got to like share the good news we've got to be the good news and so god's kind of brought this piece where for me before it was like two separate things Mm, and i feel like god has married it and say hey like discipleship's the larger umbrella but like in that you know you are being the good news and, and god's like what what i had you doing for that year and a half this can be a lifestyle under that larger Ooh, that's banner yeah. you know and so like i felt like i had this like mm. dual view of things that i didn't realize i did and god brought me through a season and it's it's just cool wow, like how he married nice. those things together i just never had seen it like that like mm. i saw it as two separate things you know mm-hmm. it's like evangelism
0: man, over here discipleship oh, over here yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was thinking this is something we have to spend a lot of time on mm. i mean i know Vanderstelt did a whole book on it, Mm -hmm. but I don't feel like there's enough people that talk about the pairing of this. Like we still have these, Mm -hmm. like like, here's an example. Last year at a very large conference that a few of us happened to go to at a certain large city in the central (laughs) part of Florida, (laughs) the focus was like reigniting evangelism in the church again. Do you know what the theme for next year at this large conference in this Central Park bringing back discipleship Mm. and I was like Mm. I mean don't give me I'm going Uh, you know I mean like I I love this thing I love Mm -hmm. seeing people get excited about gospel movements and everybody's exploring and and also you know it was there that Corey converted me to (laughs) DMS but it was like when I saw it the other day I was like that's so sad that it's like um the language I forget was something about bringing it back, and I was like, "Oh, that's heartbreaking." Number yeah. one, but number two is like these are like the 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 whole is it bifurcation the right word? I mean, you know, like pulling these things mm-hmm. apart.
2: That's interesting,
0: yeah. In in uh, gospel fluency, Jeff makes this case that's like evangelism is discipling people. Because evangelism, like the word has been so so tied to conversion, yeah, and it's not about that. Yeah, It's just good-newsing people. Mm -hmm. And right now, I've had a terrible morning. I need you to good-news me. (laughs) That has nothing to do with my conversion, except it does because I'm continually converting. Mm. I'm continually converting to more belief in Jesus because the reason I had a bad morning was attached to this thing over here, which is really like the root of it is unbelief in jesus in mm. some w- in f- some form right yeah. and so i need you to good news me i'm a i've been a believer for decades <laughs> <laughs> man you're old <laughs> <laughs> anyway my yeah like no, i that's, just that's I, we need to do so much more training <clears throat> around putting these things back together and understanding the um that evangelism is disciple making mm-hmm. yeah and it's a reframing, but but mostly the training has to come back around to like stop converting people, yeah, yeah. and start helping people be with Jesus, be like Him, do as mm, He did. Absolutely. There's there's constant conversion.
1: Yeah, I lo- I love Zeph how you put it because it's sorry that was a sidebar. No, it's no, it's good, I'm 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 putting us back on the the rails. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm I'm just this kind is of, usually my role. I know but today you like, feeling way it. out of my place here. No, but I feel like you're we're really molding these things together. I mean, because we're It's not that we think you should like telling people, uh, you know, in one setting, the good news of justification and you know reconciliation with the Father through Jesus, and necessarily is a bad thing. No, not all. Uh, We're saying there's some. We're just saying um, if that is our only understanding of evangelism, and people, uh, for whatever reason, may hear that. And be not in a place, even if God is stirring them and drawing them, sometimes just the methodology itself, people are like, and Americans, we're just kind of like a, you know, I don't know you yet type of thing, Um, that like, what happens if us, the good newsing, which includes that, asking good questions, talking about Jesus, all that, is coupled with more of this holistic understanding of, of what does good news look like for you, ongoing conversation, inviting you into the walk with Jesus yeah, man, that's good. from day one is, it is, it is different. And, and, I, and I don't necessarily even want to like compare this is bad and this is good. You're, you're bringing it together. Yeah. Um, and I love that, man. It, has it been more, I don't know, freeing is the word that's popping in my brain. Like I don't have to do
2: just this every time I'm free to, you know, make it bigger. Yeah, man. That has probably been the biggest like emotional impact for me is I, mm-hmm. I didn't realize for how long I felt like I was pulled apart. And I was like something is 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 not complete here. Like I feel like mm. I'm it's like mm. you know, if I'm going to the gym and I'm just working out my right leg every day, I'm just like, <laughs> man, like I feel like there's something that right leg it looks good though, man. Yeah. <laughs> I can see it. I was going to say that earlier. Yeah, it Looks I was great. Like, yeah. It looks just great. hoping here, you know. <laughs> um yeah, it's, it's like I you get there and you're like, you know, there's there's something else here and I feel disconnected. But mm. that's what I've discovered is one, I I think there's like as I've kind of gone down this journey more as I as I realized, like, this is how God's, like, wired us as people. Mm-hmm. And it feels more natural because, like, relationships tend to work this way. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, I feel like evangelism fits within the context of a relationship. And it's like, like, discipleship, you can't have good discipleship without, like, good relationships. You know, it's like, because you, yeah. if you're in each other's worlds and lives, it's like, if it's just about converting someone. And honestly, my wife, like, Taylor, she really was the one that asked the question that really stirred this in me. She's mm-hmm. just like, you know, what, what do you do now? You know, if someone does give their life to Christ or they don't, what now do you just go on to the next, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so her like heart for community shepherd. and family, the shepherd, the prophet was like, God <laughs> yeah. is like, man, there's something missing here. Like, yeah, man, what, man. what do we do now? And yeah. so it feels healthier and it feels like the pace is healthier. Like yeah. it's like I'm trying to push and force, it's like ultimately God's responsible for like where we are at and, That person Mm. before the Lord too. It's not my job to like bring someone to a certain place by a certain time. It feels like it just fits within a place of rest better. Amen. Like I don't know if if there's any other way that I can say that. Then I I feel more rested, more whole, yeah. Um, And the joy is there more before. It felt like evangelism was more of like a task or something had to get done. Yeah. And now it feels like it's just a part of like this overall relationship with God and people. Come
1: on, dude. I'm hearing. for anyone who's ever been to a quote-unquote evangelism training or read a book on evangelism or anything on that, I want you to think in your brain the difference of what, like, Zephan is describing to what any of the content has been. And I'm not throwing all those things under the bus. I, too, apostolic evangelistic, so, like, I want everyone and their mother to hear about Jesus. Uh, I just, honestly, I personally sometimes just have, like, you know, personal visceral responses to canned messages in general um to me like there's this this probably some my own insecurities uh but i just we just have felt like there is probably a lot more freed operating out of what you just described this lightness this uh, abiding in jesus and if we and i'm not saying we give lip service to talking about jesus like we're very intentional but we don't have to feel like we have to convince someone in one setting like we get to like bring that good news and yeah, man. I'm. I, what do you What do you think, Brian? <laughs> you're just smiling over there. No, I'm I'm not
0: it. internally though, because mm-hmm. I'm like I'm listening to everything you're saying, and I'm thinking about where does all this come from. This is about to take a real side turn. So I'm like, I don't. Hey, I'll even, be ready to bring us back on the
1: rails. So you're good.
0: Well, it's like we all come out of these. Not we all. Many of us that have been that hold this like tension in us of like. You said, I don't feel like I have this task anymore for evangelism in the same way or something like yeah. that. Someone gave you that framework. Yeah, like, you didn't you weren't yeah. born with a like mm-hmm. a, a mentality that was like, Well, you have to go get people yeah. saved. And that is born much out of the last couple of centuries of manifest destiny ideas and yeah. like you know yeah. what I mean, yeah. like the missionary endeavors and then our denominations were founded out of that and like like Christendom turn sorry. I'm like
1: Hey, History lesson with Brian. Keep going. I,
0: I know. I'm like, I want to be careful because I know there's much smarter people than me on this kind of <laughs> stuff. But as a general overview in uh-huh. layman's terms, like our denominations currently grew out of a lot of these missionary endeavors mm-hmm. that gave us this expectation of like, well, if if you don't go get people saved and get the heathens converted. Mm-hmm. And like, we're, we're, I mean, you see Paul move across the Roman Empire. Of course, he's like spreading the gospel. Yeah. But again, it's like it's in the way. Yeah. I always love the mm-hmm. way you're talking about mm-hmm. this way of disciple making. Yeah. It's like, it's returning us to some better language of like, I just live my life with Jesus mm-hmm. and, and it's transforming everything mm-hmm. I do. And that's the motivation that I want people to experience is the joy and the rest that I have. Yeah. But it's like, you don't convert people with like, to get this beautiful joy of (laughs) that I've learned in disciple making and just trying to follow Jesus in obedience because of what I discover in scripture. You don't find that from like, let me tell you about the Roman's road and how you're a sinner. (laughs) I mean, you do. Yeah.
2: There's a place for it. Yeah. yeah. But
0: but, but anyway, man, that was like a lot of verbal processing (laughs) that probably didn't make a whole lot of sense. But like, I was frustrated for you going like that. This is our story. Like this is why we're so passionate about reframing this in a new paradigm. Is because we want to rescue people from that guilt yeah, that like it. Jesus is looking at you going like well if you if you children don't get on this and make sure you save everybody yeah. <laughs> whatever. it's like oh man yeah. there's no there's no joy in that life, and yeah. which is why to bring us back to discovery and obedience, is like, man, I just get to sit with people and they get to discover how beautiful he is mm. and and then they get to decide, I don't have to hold that for yeah. them, yeah, whether they
2: follow in obedience or not and and these are things like I'm still like every day week it's like i'm still discovering places in my heart i'm like i'm still like Mm. like holding this guilt holding this angst like why you know like Mm. and so it's 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 a discovery process for me too it's it's constant it's ongoing it's like man these roots have gone deep no one told me this but somehow i picked up on this culture along the way it's like jesus undoing this i I think of Mm. like the scripture where jesus says uh take my yoke upon yourself and learn Mm. from me Mm. from my burden is light and my, and yoke, my yoke, is yoke, yoke is easy is so it's yeah, yeah. like jesus has a way of going about things where even when we're at work with him there's still like this in, inner rest and kind of mm-hmm. a pace that he's at that yeah. because you're joining him in what he's already
0: doing he's already do- yeah. yeah i mean the the you know the classic picture there is the the yoke on the oxen and how do you train a young oxen you yoke put on. it beside a bigger one you yoke them together so it's a double yoke That's a cool picture. the the little one doesn't do anything wow Mm. i I don't this could be one of those stories that's not true i think
1: this is true (laughs) a a pastor said it once yeah yeah. like it's in my brain
0: maybe 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 not somebody (laughs) someone someone
1: someone fact check us on that but Uh, like
0: but it makes sense though they're partnering together and the young one is on the outside and they're doing like you know learning to like walk the circle Mm. and and grind and do all that like eventually yeah, it begins to help as he grows yeah, up and learns that, the yeah. rhythm or whatever. But, like, it's that light burden is the, it's it's a, whatever, it's the ag- ag- agrarian metaphor that Jesus is always using. So yeah. you're learning to walk with Jesus doing what he's doing mm, rather so than going cool. like, I'm trying to grind over here. Yeah. Come bless this thing, yeah, Lord. Wow. Convert their hearts. <laughs> <laughs> that's, no,
1: that's so good. And it, it doesn't change our eagerness or our zeal. No, there's still urgency. It, and, yeah, it just changes, like, what we have to carry um and, so and we don't have to carry it all jesus jesus carries it and, and it really guys it really does i hope you're hearing that like it it, it just like man it freezes it frees you mm-hmm. to not have to feel like you're supposed to make this happen um and i think just sometimes our way of teaching people how to evan- quote unquote evangelize uh, it lends itself to that part of it maybe just our american culture of we go 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 do 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 make things happen i said do do <laughs> I actually said, oh I said do do do. How old are that's you? That's good. That's classic. Keep that <laughs> yeah. in. Uh, and so, like, I think really a lot of the conversation, and uh, as we're probably getting close to the end here, yeah. is y- you were putting it all on the same spectrum. Uh, and then we've talked about this a lot. And I think, um, oh, what's uh, what's his fake name? We just Stephen. Stephen. Sorry, I about to set his real name. Um, what Stephen talked about was similar. Is we have this spectrum where we're proclaiming the good news. And we're allowing people to hear aspects of the kingdom, apply it in their lives in obedience. Um, and somewhere along that journey, there is there are deep areas of conviction, repentance, maybe even classic conversion, like that we would think of baptism. You know, it's on that on that spectrum that people are because they're already being trained to hear the voice of God, apply it in their lives. Um, and that can take a really long time, or it can take a pretty short amount of time. But we kind of surrender some of those timelines. Uh, and I don't, so that's kind of how I've seen it play out in a lot of different settings. And uh, yeah, I don't know, like if throw that back out to you, Zeph and all the things that we've been doing in any final thoughts,
2: man, I, I, I think for it, I, I can just speak out of where I'm at right now. You know, it's just learning to slow down and keep like that heart of abiding in Jesus. You know, like not, it's like my desire for, like that disciple-making heart, seeing people know, know, know the Lord is stronger and better when I'm in a place of joy and rest with the Lord because it's coming from his heart. You know, it's not me trying to generate this, like, task list and motivate myself to get up and do it. And so I think that's what I'm learning is, like, you know, personally in my life, if I'm going to focus anywhere, like, and really maintain it's like that place of intimacy with the Lord, staying connected and letting him be, like, the one I'm yoked with. You know, and, like, out of that place, it's like, okay, of course I'm going to want to love people because, like, I'm experiencing Jesus' love for me. And, like, yeah, like, I want to love my neighbors like that. I want them to know that because it's good. Like, it's like, why would I not want you to experience this too? Because, like, it's so good. You know, and so I want want that authentic witness and not just, like, because I know the right things to say or the right scriptures or whatever. It's like I want to be constantly experiencing God's goodness in my life and my family so that our witness is our words but our life people see that like man you really you do love the Lord like you guys are, are real about this thing and you it's not like it just a set of rules or whatever it's like it's genuine I've, I've yeah. seen you in your house and we, we spend time together yeah so yeah. I think that's probably for me just staying in that place of abiding Amen. yeah
1: so good I had one more thought if you were about to close it Brian
0: no I have one more request
1: good. oh I have a thought and then you have a request okay. um, unless it makes more sense to do the request first
0: I, it's pretty simple. I mean, it's just like if that whole yoke thing is not true, please don't tell me. Like, I need that <laughs> metaphor in my life. <laughs> that, that, that's amazing. Yeah. That's it works fair. for you, so don't
2: break it. Yeah, for me. yeah. yeah. Like, just let it be. That's, that's fair. I like it.
1: I was just thinking about even what you guys got going with um, that couple out in Gardner, and, and I think that's a good for a lot of people listening. Um, you know what? We don't do well in underground. Casey Underground is necessarily connecting believers together mm-hmm. for microchurch type of settings. We have training, and some of that's purposeful. Like, we're really training towards getting people to go and team in the harvest. But for a lot of people, I think a starting point is something similar to what you guys have done, is, like, find another handful of believers and even just practice this this way of. It just happened on Sunday. For you? For
0: Zephan. I don't know if Morgan has texted you yet, but, like, so this is a...
1: Breaking news, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Yeah, it was just, like... Uh, we had an encounter gathering. So there's just spaces where once a month we pray together, sing together. We don't put a lot of emphasis on them. This is a larger environment to invite anyone to, yeah. uh, met a new guy. Um, and, uh, like he was just in this group we were debriefing and praying with. And he's like, yeah, just, I saw the encounter gathering posted and decided awesome. to show up Mm-hmm. He's like, I, this is funny. I, ho, hopefully he doesn't mind me telling you. He goes, I, was, I actually was going to lay down and take a Sunday nap like you do. <laughs> and I closed my eyes, and God said, go. So I came. Wow. <laughs> I was like, got cool, man. Home. He's like, where are you? That's he's cool. like, I'm in Gardner. And Morgan was like, well, you got to know Zepin. Oh my!" <laughs> you know, he's like, he's texting yeah, yeah. him immediately. So, like, it was a moment ago, like, oh, this is a really good space to – Try to navigate some yeah. of those relationships to go oh you're in this part of the city you should know this person mm-hmm. get together you know
1: that's good that's honestly that's probably more more story way more of our stories are that like that yeah. those connections of connections um and we're probably someday gonna get better at gathering people and starting <laughs> those settings but we just like I don't know maybe not maybe we'll just stay in this space and never quite just connect dots underground it just feels uh different and we like it but all that being said i think even the way that we met Zef is kind of that flavor of yeah. like a random connection and all this stuff and um dude i'm convinced god's gonna use you guys in a pretty epic thanks, way so cool.
0: dude yeah we should give him the I'll, last word i'll just, just gonna say thanks
1: you know, okay. okay you think we want to give him the last word do you think he can hear us i got like a, like a, like a, like a little word, word over like okay. okay should yeah. we do that yeah yeah no. Uh what we usually do, Zephan, is like someone kind of, uh, when we're interviewing them, give them space to speak over or just a blessing. Or what do you think God may have uh, as for you to say over this network? And
0: like if your prophet wife was here right <laughs> now, I mean, she could hear from you know? the Lord. Yeah, yeah. Taylor, Taylor, just yeah.
1: real quick. And it's, you know, you're one of us, so you're speaking to others you know just if there's any encouragement or
0: or and to yourself
1: into yourself keep
2: going Zephin. keep yeah. going <laughs> yeah yeah so
1: whatever it is man any, any last words on that we we're all ears
2: yeah let me just pause for a couple of seconds yeah. and just um yeah yeah i just want to encourage uh anyone listen to this that you know at the end of the day like in Matthew twenty-eight jesus ends the great commission with and lo i'll be with you even to the end of the age and uh i think i mean for myself personally and then for anyone listening just an encouragement and reminder that you know jesus is the one who started this whole thing and yeah, he's passed that on to us, this work, but exactly what Brian was saying, like we're yoked with him, we're in partnership, and Jesus is still with us. I'm with you to the end of the age. He's the one performing the signs. He's the one doing the healing and the salvation. Um, so just a, a reminder to slow down and that that burden, it's not dependent on us to make these things happen. It's God's work, and he invites us into it, so that load can be taken off, and we can experience that joy of harvesting with the Lord. It's a very joyful thing, a relational and intimate thing, and so I just want to speak that joy, joy of the harvest, and intimacy with the Lord over minds and hearts right now, that you would just be freed of any guilt or shame from the past or the present, and that your heart would be released to enjoy this whole process and journey with the Lord and and with the people that God has you um, connected to.
1: Amen, man. Thanks, brother. It's fun to have you. Thank you. Good to yeah. See you again. Yeah,
0: it's been awesome. Do you want to do the outro music? Go. Thanks for listening to the Underground Podcast. We hope that it's either been an encouragement to you or that it's created a curiosity about what it means to live into a missionary mindset with an aim to make disciples and see the church emerge. If you're a missionary or a microchurch in Kansas City and you're looking for coaching or just belonging within a network, we'd love to connect with you so we can learn about what you are doing and how you are joining Jesus for gospel saturation in this city. If you're outside the Kansas City area and have questions about what it would mean to catalyze a disciple-making movement that leads to the emergence of microchurches in every network within your city, we'd love to connect with you as well and offer whatever resources might be helpful to you. You can find out more at kcunderground.com. Grace and peace, friends.